Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. As always, sitting right over there is my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reggie? What's up, Kenny? Looks a little different, man. I'm 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 in a secret bunker, uh, (laughs) traveling for work at a uh, top secret location. Uh, I see that, man. That's right, man. We we won't we won't we won't tell the people where you're at, man. We want to keep it keep it top secret, man. But uh, what a day! (laughs) What a day! Yeah, that uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like about the time you're about to give up, about the time you're about to fall asleep, um, yeah, about the time you're frustrated. Man, Taylor, Taylor, and the commander said, "Hold on now, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, get, get your popcorn out." Get your popcorn out, right? Oh my god! Go get your popcorn. Oh man, we got a bag of popcorn. Okay, I see you. Yeah, for those that uh, are are listening to this, I had to break out some popcorn. If you're watching it on YouTube, you see the popcorn. Had to break out. Uh, That's that's a big. That's a big bag of popcorn you got there, man. That is. That is, man. uh, I just happened to have. I just happened to have it. I was was going to say that's probably not a prop, right? That's not a prop. That's that's real. That's real popcorn. I happen to have here. uh, Man, listen. Let me just first say this. I'm going (laughs) to warn you, and I'm going to warn the listeners. This is not the podcast for me to be hearing a win's a win. I'm probably gonna be pretty negative on this podcast. I'm just gonna tell you that right now, just from the jump. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak some facts. Yeah, but, but overall, my tone is gonna be negative on this podcast. But hey, I understand a lot of people be like, you take the win uh, when you uh, can uh, get yeah, it. Uh, Wins uh, a win, but I, I'm not trying to hear that today. Well, it was, you know, e- even on the last drive, as it was so frustrating because we didn't even do that easy. Nope. You know, yes, we will. I mean, you you, you you drive and you get the touchdown, but you know, you're thir- wait, third and one the offensive line actually busts open a, a big hole for McKissick to pick up a first down and he, falls. And he slips and falls. Right. I'm like, oh my God, we, we just, we just can't do anything right. Um, before we get going here, as far as yeah. talking some details, let me go over some numbers and, okay. and, and as I'm going over these numbers, if all if you didn't watch the game and you're only hearing these numbers, you think we did. You think offensively we had a pretty good day. Okay, okay? let me hear. It. Let um, me hear it, uh, Taylor went 23 for 31. That's a 74 percent completion rate. Right. That that includes he had at least two balls batted down and and two thrown two balls he just threw away. Right. So, okay. uh, 279 yards, one TD, one ugly interception. We can come back around to that. Um, Curtis Samuel, he had four carries for 29 yards, three receptions for 50 yards, right? That's uh, almost 80 yards that he had uh, mixing and matching offensively with the rush in the pass. Uh, Terry had six receptions for 113 yards. Antonio Gibson had seven carries for 19 yards, seven carries for 58 yards. So he was in the what 80, uh, 80 yard range himself. So two people basically with 80 yards of offense, 
um, one person with 113 yards. And you throw in Robinson had a little bit. Uh, a couple of the other receivers had, had a little bit here and there. But it seems like we were productive just based off of the numbers. You okay. look at that and you go, we were productive. But for those that, again, those that didn't watch the game, I was a little surprised seeing these numbers because we couldn't string all these offensive numbers. We couldn't string them together at all throughout the game, except except for one drive in the first half and one drive in the second half. Besides that, we tripped all over ourselves. We'd have we'd have a, pick up a first down, pick up a second first down, and then just look like we didn't know what we were doing. Get the ball back, pick up a first down pick up a first down and stumble and fall. And what in the hell are we doing? That was, that was it. We, it wasn't like we were three and out all the time, right? It was start moving the ball and fall on your face. Start, yep. I mean, yep. it, you know, get to midfield and fall on your face. Um, yep. And, that, and th- those are the offensive numbers there. So oh, let me just say this. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to get off topic. I was going to kind of somewhere. No, I was just going to simply say, man, you know, watching watching this game, um, I got to the point that I was telling some of the people that were sitting around me that I didn't even care to do this podcast because I was ready to explode. I was ready to blow up. I, I, I just was sitting here watching. I just don't understand what we do as a team. I don't understand what we do as an organization. And I don't understand what, the coaches do during their meetings as they prep for, for these teams. I, right. I, I just don't understand. I, I, I understand that Ron is very traditional. Ron wants to establish the run and open up the passing game. I get it. But at some point, Brian Robinson wasn't getting it done. So you know what? You were coming in with the heavy hitter, the, the thunder of Brian Robinson, and he just wasn't getting it done. I, if I want to say here, looking at his numbers, he was eight carries for 20 yards. Right. 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 That's a terrible average. So what was not happening was they were not able to stop um, um, Antonio Gibson and they were not able to stop um, Curtis Samuel on the outside. Samuel. So right. you know what you do? You throw, you throw an audible. Both, right. Yeah. Right. You throw an audible Scott Turner, and what you do is instead of going with Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, now maybe you go the double back set, and you go with Antonio Gibson and Brian and uh, JD McKissick. Give them something different. Yeah. Be creative. I mean, we were sitting there at the bar watching the game, and everyone says anytime you see um, uh, Curtis Samuel go in motion, guess what they're going to do? They're going to hand it to him. It, it is so freaking obvious when you watch this team. We go forward on 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 uh, fourth and one. I, I made the comment. I'm like a high school coach. I expected to make this play call. You load up the line and you just turn around and hand it to your running back, and he runs straight up the middle. There was no creativity on a fourth down that you turn around and give it to Brian Robinson on a fourth and one. You could have faked it. You could have rolled out. You could have had um, Taylor Heineke run for the first. You could have had a two back set. You could have faked it to the up back and handed it to the guy. You could have get a um, uh, 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 a pass to the uh, – I'm drawing a blank here where you do a, a toss sweep to right. the second guy in the back and run it outside and get it. For, I mean, there's no 
creativity by Scott Turner, and I just don't get it. The guy needs to go, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I understand that the wind is going to cover up a lot of the stink in what we saw today. I think in the right. second half, they were, I don't know, you sure until they finally started to make some moves, they didn't get cross midfield at some point. It was just an ugly, productive day for this offense. They scored that seven points. I mean, hell, Indianapolis tried to give us the game, right? They 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 gave us, with, with the exception of the big plays, they couldn't move the ball. And then when they did move the ball in our territory, they turned it over at least twice right. within the red zone, yeah, right? They, we get a, yeah, a defense, gets a fumble on uh, 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 Taylor. And what do they do? Three, four plays, and we're punting the ball. Right. And, and the, you could tell the defense got tired. And I'm just sitting here like, I just don't understand it. And I would give credit to Drew. And Drew, for those that are listening, Drew's one of our guys that sits at the table with us. Drew made made a comment, and I looked at him probably like he had three eyes on his on his in his face. But he said, "You know, I like to see Indianapolis score and see if the offensive coordinator calls a different game." And guess what happens? We go down seven to nine. Next thing you know, Scott Turner starts throwing the ball around, and we start making plays. Right. He abandoned the run. He, I don't want to say he abandoned the run, but he certainly went away from the run. Right. And he starts throwing that ball around to Taylor. I mean, I'm sorry, to um, Terry. I think uh, Monty Rogers got a pass. Curtis Samuels got a pass. Antonio Gibson. It was like a pass for everybody. And the offense started marching down the field in the second half when we get behind. But as long as we had the lead, it was just hand the ball off. Hand what? the ball off. Let's hand the ball off. Well, and it's they, like I, we, we have yeah. weapons on this team, Ken. I, I I just don't get it, man. We have weapons on this team, and there's so many ways that you can get the ball in in in, in people's hands, and there's plenty of people to get to get the ball in their hands too. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I, so frustrated I, watching this game, man. No, and and I don't disagree. I mean, prior to the game, uh, I gave you a call, and I specifically talked about Curtis Samuel, right? I talked about. What, what they did with him, using him on the run in the past, is exactly what I wanted to see. But I also commented on why aren't they doing that as a diversion, which they didn't do. You, you, you said when, when he starts going in motion and comes across, it's, it's probably going to go to him. We'll, we'll do yeah. it a couple times without it because you're going to hold linebackers or you're going to right. hold the defensive ends. And, what you know, again – once you can once you can hold somebody, that gives receivers an extra step and a half down the field. That gives the the offensive the, the line linebackers can't that, jump into position because they're worried right, the, about the guy. Yeah, absolutely. The, the offensive line gets gets their hands on the guy rather than them attacking the offensive lineman. Um, it, it, it it works the way all the way around. Um, and then, I mean, at the beginning, the the first drive. Again, we, we got roughly the midfield, but all the things you're talking about that we did at the end of the game, we were we did the first drive or two, how our offense was was running, is that's when, when uh Gibson was getting a couple flare passes out there and Samuels got involved. And all of a sudden, like you said, second quarter, third quarter, basically, it, it was just determined to to run and and their strength of, of running is between the ta- is I'm sorry their defensive strength was between the tackles 
Defending the running between the tackles. Correct. And, and, okay. and, and that's where we did not have success. But we kept on going and going. And I know you have to go some, right? But on fourth down, to your point, on fourth down, you had so many options, uh, you know, to, to fake it there and roll. I mean, like I said, I, I can go down a list of three or four different plays. Um, another thing that I still we haven't seen is I would still like to see Taylor – three or four times a game, roll the pocket out, right? There wasn't a great, great rush, but roll the pocket out to make the linebackers and the safeties and everybody move to cover everything. Uh, if there's nothing open and Taylor do, can do, run. Do a bootleg, and, and man, do a bootleg. A bootleg option, right? Give him the option to pass. We don't have to do that only down at the at the goal line when there's when everything's compressed, right? The coverage and everything is compressed. We, we can do that at, at midfield. Um, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm convinced this game, this game solidified my thinking. And I'm convinced that the coaching staff, specifically on the offensive side. So I'm going to go Scott Turner, offense coordinator, Ron Rivera, head coach. Because Ron could also come in here and tell him what the game plan is should be and he should be able to go out and get that done but those two individuals are holding back this team i have i have uh, zero I, doubt i, I have zero I, doubt I, today today just solidified scott I, I you, you, you can see the way he called the game was very yeah. conservative when we were had the lead and when we got behind you could see how different when Taylor got back and started throwing the ball. And let me let me be clear. I do not want Taylor Heineken sitting back throwing the ball 35, 40 times a game. But he has the ability to drop back in the pocket and right. throw the ball to our receivers. And when we got behind in that game, seven to nine, all of a sudden the play calling com looked completely different. And we're all standing around the bar saying, where was this in the first half? Right. Where where was this call this play calling? Yeah, no, I, and, I, and I, and I understand that. people are going to be, oh, well, win's a win. You got to take it when you can't. Man, I'm not trying to hear that because I'm convinced right now this team is being held back by the coaching staff. I understand there's limit, there's, there's some limitations to some of the players. I get it. But you know what? Those same players was in the, in the game the second half. Your guy, um, Andrew Norwell, we tweeted, oh, we talked, whoa, I mean, whoa, whoa, we texted, whoa. talked about it. That said, guy. Said, don't, don't put that guy on me. Don't put that on me. <laughs> he said he said my guy, right? <laughs> that um, guy, your guy, Ken. That guy, Andrew Norwell. Man, that dude needs to get off the field, and he should never see the field again. Yeah. That I, guy. I, I mean, you, you, you everybody know, you know, knows. Part, you notice the disturbing part is there's nobody on nobody on our team that can beat him to take the starting role. That that is also concerning. That's on Ron now. It is very concerning. Um, it is very concerning. It, 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 it's concerning because I mean, can he can he stand there and just be a a body in the way? Absolutely, does a good does a good job at that. But if he has to move left or move right or do anything athletically that his size alone can't look, man, it, it, look, man, it, that it, that play. The, the only thing that he stops people with is his size alone, right? Can't listen. That play, that draw play. Or that screenplay that that was thrown out there to Antonio Gibson and Andrew yep. Norwood was supposed to block the guy and the guy just ran around him. Yep. I could have gotten in that guy's way. Yes, and, and, I could have gotten I, in that guy's way. And the announcers, I mean, they showed it once or twice, but they basically didn't even 
talk about how, you know, what's the sense of even rolling Norwell out there if he's not going to do nothing? Hell, roll a tight end out there. Roll, roll a second running back out there. Roll somebody who can put their hands on somebody to the left or right. Is he just waiting for somebody to run into him? Man, you um, get you get that guy going one direction, he can't stop and go back the other no, way. No, it's no. done, man. I I I, mm-hmm. I I struggle to understand how offensive line coach, the, the coaching staff can look at the tape week in and week out and see what this guy is not doing. Because I'm not gonna say what he's doing, it's what he's not doing, and continue to roll him out there week in and week out. Um, I just it, it, it just it, it just yeah. baffles me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I gave out some of the numbers that everybody that we did offensively um, as, as individuals. But again, like I said, things didn't um, progress th- throughout the game. I uh, couldn't get into a rhythm and maintain something for uh, the, the length of the field. It seemed like, like I said, w- once we got to about the 50 yard line, we kept on stalling because they were pinning us back consistently at the 10 or 15 yard line. We would get it all the way back up to about the 50 and just start over. Just just rewind, do it again, rewind, do it again. Um, one of the things I will say that I know you, you didn't really see it during the game until we, if I would have been there, I noticed it later in the game. Offense didn't have a single penalty today. Zero. No holding, no false starts, none of the above. We had three penal only had three penalties total for Washington. It was uh, the tackle where he accidentally caught the the uh, face mask and two pass interference. Um, Wild that was Goose it. showed up. Wild Goose showed up again in, in the wrong way, right? <laughs> he, he, he's young and, and still learning. He can't use his hands like he like he needs to. Um, he's got speed. He's got aggressiveness. But man, he grabbed that um, dude. He's he just straight out grabbed that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. No, cow. no doubt, no doubt. Um, and again, he's a, he, he was drafted where he was drafted for a reason. He's, he's a rookie and you know, it, yeah, it, he, he, he's, he's getting better. We see moments where he, where the aggressiveness really pays off, but you know, you got to try to try to keep those. Put brother, you put that brother on the island. Wild goose get the wilding. Cause he, he, <laughs> That dude was man. Every time you get him out there on the island, man, he oh my god, bro, he, he, he he's covering him, but he just he gets hands. No, right, he gets no, hands. He just, no, he just running, running for his life. He, <laughs> he wasn't covering nobody. <laughs> um, wild wild goose was getting goosed out there because I'm telling yeah. you, that's man, that's boy. Anyway, here's here's, here's the other thing I'm frustrated with. How in the hell that Terry McLaurin can go the entire half for another week where he gets one catch? No. I, 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 why? Is it because we want to say that everybody's going to team up on Terry? You know what? They do it to all top receivers. Throw, throw the man the damn ball. I, I, again, this is, this is one of the games um, we talked about earlier in the year also. Of I, I need to see film and tape. Right. Earlier in the year, all of a sudden people that whether it was um, uh, some, some of the press would get the full view and they would show you know, somebody getting run over, somebody running wide open or whatever it is. I'm anxious to see if Terry was open this week um, 
or, or how the play calling was for, for anything. I mean, if I can't I imagine for I don't need to see no tape, Kim. But this might this might be on on Taylor, right? Because I can't imagine that Terry wasn't the go to guy, the initial. Um, uh, look the initial read for Heineke to look at, and then Heineke goes to second or goes to third for an entire half. Let right. me say it this I, way: I, I don't, I don't know, but I understand. I feel you. Yeah. I feel, and in fact, I I know what you're saying. But let me just put it in the big picture. This was game eight. This is week eight. Things have changed. Quarterback has changed. Offensive line has changed. Right. Oh, one thing that's not one thing that's not changed is this team's ability to get Terry McLaurin involved in the offense in the first half. Maybe one week it was the quarterback not getting in the ball. Another week, right. maybe he just wasn't able to get open due to the coverage. But we're talking eight weeks. Right. We're not talking about a couple of weeks where he was shut out in the first half to catches. We're talking just about eight weeks with Terry McLaurin has not been involved in the offense in the first half. And then all of a sudden, second half rolls around, Terry makes two or three big catches. He gets fired up, as we see. And once again, he he comes through for this team and helps this team get a W. Right. So I understand. I don't need to see the all 22. I, I have no doubt, and I'm willing to give you, in some cases it could be play calling, quarterback, didn't, get him the ball, whatever the case. But eight weeks, your number one receiver is essentially being shut out by the by his own team in the first half has happened way more than than it needs to be. But 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 at the and, same and time, it is it is uh, insane. I gotta, and I don't it, go ahead. But I gotta interrupt a little bit is you know it, I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. I'm not saying this is accurate, but is Terry getting open? You know, it, it, does he yes. have a guy just sitting on his hip? <laughs> yes, I don't. Yes. I don't doubt that he is. But <laughs> yes. is, he, is he getting open at the point when Taylor is looking? Because I think Taylor's clock is running a little bit faster than some quarterbacks. Some quarterbacks know to just give him yeah. another half a second. Yeah. Throwing throw the ball, throw. just throwing the ball, <laughs> just throwing the ball. Because guess what? Last week, Taylor threw the ball with his eyes closed. Right, you saw the picture on online. That was a blink. That was a blink. <laughs> blink, blink my ass. Throwing I, the ball. Hey, hey, just throwing the I, ball. I, I, I can go out there and take pictures of uh, quarterbacks doing all that. It was just like, like, was it week two? They had they showed a picture of uh, the two linemen running into each two other. Linemen, it. The exact same game. The exact same okay. game. They had the two uh, cowboy, cowboy players doing the exact uh -huh. same thing. Okay. I, I'm but, with but, you, but, but guess but, what? But nobody, but nobody focuses on the, the one. They only focus on on, on uh -huh. the bad when it comes to Washington. But guess what? That play last week, that third down converting to seal the game, Terry hadn't even broke anything he broke out of his route yet. Taylor threw the ball because he knew that's what Terry's going to be. Well, yeah, that's what you, that's, you, that's you, NFL football right there. Okay, so when you say, so when you make yeah. the, when you make the comment that I don't know if Terry's open, he, he'll about to be open. Just throw it to him. He about to be open. <laughs> just, just throw it. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Just I'm, just just, I'm just throw just... seventeen the ball and listen. I'm not telling you to give him. 10, 12 touches in the first half. I'm not being that ridiculous. I'm, I'm being a little bit ridiculous from the standpoint of just throw the man the damn ball. Right. Just throw it towards him. He will make a play. And if and if and if you don't believe he'll make a play, that should be evident today 
it's taken us 20 minutes to get to, to bring it up, but it took him, but it, the evidence should be the last play of the game or the game winning play should have been the game winning catch, but it certainly got to be one of the catches of the year in the way that Terry McLaurin threw the, and by the way, number one is an unscripted play, right? Correct. Terry was there. It was unscripted. He just, he just threw his hands up and told Taylor to throw it. Taylor throws it, but he underthrows it. Underthrows it. Underthrows it. Yes, he does. Right. Cause it, cause it, cause it, if he had thrown it, it within three or four steps of Terry breaking, on the money, it would have been, it'd, it'd been, yeah, it'd been straight right. touchdown. Nothing that the so, defender could have done. Yeah. So we have an unscripted play that Taylor underthrows the ball. So once again, Terry's got to come back to the ball. He comes back and for it, but come back. makes a grown man catch, right? Takes and it, takes it away. But I mean, he just basically give me that. And for me, it was. For that guy, Terry, to make that catch at that moment in the game, at that stadium in front of those people, his family, friends, where he's played high school and college ball, was a player. As far as the Washington team, I got to believe that might be the player of the year. When they have their year-end thing that they do with with the players and organization, that that has got to be up there, man, because that was a. I'm not gonna let this team lose. Hey, because that, that ball was that ball was very much uh, Gilmore's ball as it was Terry's. Yeah, that's exactly why you paid Terry, right? That's that's why you pay that type of receiver the kind of money that he got. Um, he he earned a, a portion of his paycheck off of that catch. Right? It was um, that was unbelievable. Yeah. The bar went crazy. Yeah. Oh, it, it it did where we were too, and. and and where I was, um, it was only maybe a third of the way full. It wasn't very crowded. Um, and let me back up real quick while we're talking about being at a bar. I want to throw out real quick. Um, I put on Twitter asking because I'm in the Northern Virginia area at a dis- in the top secret, uh, indisclosed <laughs> location that uh, about bars being around and uh, a different Ken. Uh, suggested a, a, a location and i appreciated that and also uh guy we follow on twitter uh, deers and beers actually invited me to his house so i want to give him a shout out tell him thank you it was a little bit far for me to go to the area where he was at but i greatly appreciated it uh the knuckleheads we yeah. we, we de- definitely appreciate the love but yeah, De- Deers and Beers is our guy, right? That, that's our guy, man. He's he's always interacting with us, yeah, tweeting he, our stuff. He, he's and, definitely uh, one of the guys that interacts with us the, the most. Yeah, big sure. shout out, big uh, shout out to him, man. The um, but yeah, the, the 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 I had some people standing in front of me. There was a guy over on the side, just coming into the bar, and he was about to about to jump over some tables. Uh, he was losing his mind as well as as well as the rest of us. I mean, he, and, and it went from cussing, right? Uh, oh yeah. Three oh, yeah. three minutes earlier, two minutes earlier, even on that drive, you're 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 cussing and just shaking your head, and all of a sudden it's like, holy cow, we're gonna, we're gonna win this game, you know? Like that, there was never any yeah. doubt. There was never. Well, any I was cussing. All right. I was cussing. In fact, I, I lost a little bit of my voice, as you can tell. I can it's, hear it. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, little, it's a little in and out, but man, brother, oh my god, dude. I, yeah, I was in an unfamiliar territory, so I I had to keep all my. 
uh, I couldn't help but, but cheer loud at the end, but a lot of my comments I had to keep low key and it it it, it got a little yeah. wild at the bar toward the end when Terry made that catch, man. Oh, uh, but prior to that, that pe- people screaming about Ron not calling timeout, you know, during the last you know clock management, the last drive, he was it. I, I didn't have a problem know. with that. There was we had a little bit of a discussion uh, the table that was close to me. I didn't have a problem with the clock management, although. You know, Ron has messed things up before with with clock management and challenge flags and all that. But I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. The team was doing what they did. They had the timeouts. Um, we got lucky with a uh, the injury that gave, basically gave us a free timeout um, yeah. at, a, at a key point of that last drive. Um, Man, listen. I- <laughs> I, I this felt, this this, this I, win I, I, felt about as about as yucky as the Chicago game to me. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Chicago was worse. But let me clarify yeah. the difference. The only difference is it was a little more exciting this game and the way it ended. We put up a few more points, but Indy gave us a game. I mean, hell, they fumbled the ball a couple times in the red zone. When they could have scored, whether that's a field goal or a touchdown, and we went the other way, just to move the ball enough to flip the field, but we didn't do anything with those turnovers. Um, but but the difference between those games, points, we had we had an exciting play at the end of the game, because yeah. when Bush Terry basically snatched <laughs> the W from the Colts to to Washington, but to me the the, the games were the games were ugly. The yeah, games were yeah. off. The games were ugly, man. It was ugly, awful performance well, by the offense. Well, this game came I'm down sorry. to I'm sorry. yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, brother. But what I, what I always say between between teams, I mean, you, you take it in. You take Indy and Washington as an example. When it came down to it, what do I always say is a difference between a lot of average teams? It's just a couple people that we call difference makers, right? Our difference maker, who we know is Terry, at the end of the game, our difference maker made a difference, and that's why we won. And Scott Turner needs to recognize that. We both agree that used properly, Curtis Samuel is a difference maker. Um, Yes. Antonio, at at, at different points today, Antonio Gibson was a difference maker. Uh, He is. DJ... you know, JD the DJ McKissick um, used to be a difference maker, but we're not we're not hardly using him that much. There's a there's a tool there that we're not using much. And today he should have been used more. He should have been totally used more agree. today. This this would have been where we should have used him more in the second half, uh, definitely the the fourth quarter, and less less of Brian Robinson. Um, I. We're, we're basically Bro. halfway through. The, we're basically halfway through the season. This is the team that we are, right? What you saw today, whether, whether you win or lose against average teams, poor teams, or good teams, this is the team that we are. We are not going to. I think that now that our defense is playing consistently better, I don't think we're going to get blown out of games if we lose. But we're not going to pull away. We're, we're, we're going to let the, the, the game, every game is going to come down the last five minutes, the rest of the season. It, it well, just is. 
Oh, it well, just that's is. That's fine. Okay. Um, I'm not so sure. In fact, I'm I'm legitimately concerned how the chemistry on the defensive side is going to change for the good or the better. With uh, Chase Young coming back, I, I do think there's a little bit of chemistry on this defensive defensive front. I'm concerned sure, about how that's going to be impacted. Um, and from an offensive standpoint, everybody blamed a lot of it on Carson Wentz. Okay, that's cool. Um, Taylor Heineck has come in and got, got your two wins. Okay. You know, you can make the argument that it could have been two losses, but he gave us two wins. So we're 2-0 with Taylor Heineke. And, but I'm here to tell you that kind of performance by the offense it's not going to get it done against many teams in this league, brother. And Kirk Cousins is going to come into D.C. next week. You know that team is going to come fired up to play for him. Man, they got Dalvin Cook. They got, yeah, they got uh, a solid Justin, team. Justin Jefferson. And them guys are going to come in there. And Kirk's going to come in. and he, they, Listen, that that performance today, not going to get it done against, against a team like Minnesota, no, man. No, it won't. It, so, it, there's no doubt so about that. So to me – you're talking about this is the team we are. Once again, brother, here we go. We got a mediocre squad. And that's not fun. I, I, it's not fun to say. Well, I, I think, the, you know, the difference is I, I've been saying it for a long time. I, I think uh, two, two things are holding Washington back at this moment. Right? Coaching. If I, can make, if I go, say if, coaching. If I can wear the magic wand. Number one is coaching. Yep. And number two is we don't have a quality, legitimate starting quarterback. Franchise quarterback. 100% agree, Ken. And, and, and I, I got zero problems with Taylor being our backup quarterback. And if he comes in for a week or two, you know. Feel good you know, about you it. Don't want to, that, that's, that's fine. That's fine. But right, you feel I, good don't about want, it. I don't want Wentz. I don't want Taylor. I don't. I don't want Sam Howell. We don't know, but I'm telling you right now, I don't want Sam Howell. I don't want any three of them starting for my team next year if I can wave a magic wand. I, I want a legitimate quarterback. I, I understand. I understand. And, and, and to your yeah, point. I'm, I'm not trying to knock any of them. I'm just saying they are a bottom 15. If you want to take the top 15 and bottom 15, they are the bottom 15, all three of them, as far as NFL quarterbacks, you, oh, he's he's fourteen, he's fifteen, whatever, man. You know, you you need a somebody that is a top twelve quarterback to be successful in this league. And when you find him, the team will change because the talent alone will make up for not being the greatest play caller in our offensive coach, right? You, you get the right talent, and it makes up for a lot of things. I'm not, I'm not trying to make uh, any excuses for for Turner because I got If you want to keep Ron next year, you keep, go ahead and keep Ron. Get me a legitimate, proven, proven offensive coordinator, um, and and we'll see how things go. I don't care what quarterback it is. So yeah. So I, I told you. Uh, we, we won't beat this dead horse here. Um, I know right. a lot of people are probably celebrating because the uh, all the perfume that got poured on with that 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 big great catch that would be on the highlight reels 
all over social media, probably on the NFL Network, ESPN, and you look at the final score we won, I think a lot of people are going to forget about what happened from the beginning of the game up until that point and just say that shows us that we're back at 4-4. Four and four. That was ugly. It was awful-looking performance by a team that was playing a coach team that is clearly has pretty much trying to tank the season. They had a rookie quarterback, and he was looking a hell of a lot better playing than Taylor Heineke was playing. Jonathan Taylor's go, hurt. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that oh, far. Oh shit! He was man. He was he was. Listen, he was hitting his receivers. He was they, dinking. They, and they, he was doing most, fine. most of the time. Now I've, I've got the numbers what? on him, and he was dinking and dunking. Trust me, he didn't. If they would have won the game, if the Colts would have won the game, he didn't win the game for them. That was Who extremely. Did? Sam, Sam Ellinger, he did. He he didn't do anything to win the game. He didn't lose it for. So who, if, if the coach won the game, who would you give the game ball to? Uh, their their defense and a few a few big plays. Who made Trust the big me. play? Sam Ellinger throwing the ball. Come on, man. He... <laughs> come on, kid. Oh, so, 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 hold on. So why are you giving it to Terry? Give give it to uh, give it to Heineke, right? Heineke scrambled around, scrambled around, scrambled around, gave all that time. For Terry to get open, right? <laughs> I, I can turn it the same way. No, wait a minute. Sam Ellinger didn't do anything special in that game at all, at all. I didn't say so, he did anything special, Ken. I just said that this kid was a rookie, and he was playing a hell of a lot better than Taylor was doing. That's all I said. And you I, said I, that he I, I they had they had a few big plays, big plays that they had, with the exception of I think a run or two. They came out of the passing game. And and Sam Ellinger was the guy who was passing the ball. He made whatever this kid named uh, Pierce. I made the comment doing the thing. I said this kid is going to be the number one pickup on the waiver wire in fantasy football because people are going to look at the numbers and go, "Man, who the hell is this guy? Man, I need to go pick him up." We made this guy stud this week. He only he only threw for two hundred yards. <laughs> he, he didn't throw okay. for three hundred yards. He I mean, how many did Taylor throw for? Uh. Two, two, basically two eighty, two eighty, and take away, take away probably eighty of them. Shit from that last play. Uh, you can't take away nothing. <laughs> take away a couple of his big passes. But my I mean, point take being away here, one take away from the other. No, but my point being here is that guy's a rookie, and Taylor is a, is a veteran um, player in this league. He he started all last year. His numbers shouldn't be comparable to to the rookie guy. I'm sorry. I, I'm just gonna tell you, they, they, he should have outplayed this one. He should have played this kid. Uh, Taylor had fifty percent more yards than than he did, almost. Okay. I said almost. What's fifty percent of two hundred? Fifty percent of two hundred is a, is an extra hundred. You're right. I'm right? He, he put, a, he put a, I said almost, so he put another eighty yards. Um. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Either it way. doesn't matter now. Wins win, win right? That's the only way you can take it, Man. right? But you know, you know what I'm afraid of, and I mentioned it as I was walking out to the to the guys that were sitting by me at, at the at the bar. We're we're gonna play well enough to miss to the be playoffs, mediocre. be mediocre, and be picking it around 16, 17 when we need Again. a quarterback, and we would rather be, you know, five, six, seven. Um, now I'm not Agreed. saying for us to tank, but it's a it's a repetitive cycle that 
and this is, this is a lot of sports, right? To, to consistently be mediocre is a death sentence. Yep. You can't get the stud quarterback when you need him, the stud wide receiver, the stud whatever, um, and you're not making the playoffs with the studs that you have, and so you're kind of in limbo land over yep. and Stuck over and over again. Yeah. Stuck and, in the middle means you're average, brother. Yeah, yeah, which is so. – which is where, where anyway. we sit right now. But anyway, man, um, this podcast is going it, 30 minutes longer than I thought it would go. But because <laughs> I was, I was, boy, I was, what when have we ever done a 10 minute podcast, man? My point being is that's how I felt about this game <laughs> watching it. And I was like, I didn't even want to do a podcast. I said, if it was such thing as a 10 minute, I'd do 10 minutes. Come on, say my piece and be out of here. But the drive from the bar back got me to calm down a little bit, obviously, with the incredible play by Terry McLaurin. Because Terry made, let me tell you, man, I that, that that was a hell of a play. So that got me that got me settled down a little bit, and then I got here to the house and, and kind of got settled in. But I was re- I was ready to do a ten minute podcast. Man, he, he 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 saved a lot of uh, Commander fans from getting off that bus, right? Uh, yes, he did. Well, I mean, I mean, to your point, we've had. I mean, on your screen there, it says uh, "street con- street continues three and zero." Right, we were three game winning streak, but man, two out of three were really ugly. Really ugly. Really ugly. Uh, you know, the, the Bears three weeks. And that's ago why I said. Today, that's why I said I don't want to hear this win is a win kind of crap, man. That's no, I'm over that, bro. Yeah. But uh, but that. yeah, we got a we got our week our work cut out for us against uh, the Vikings Minnesota. next week. And you and I will do a uh, do a breakdown Preview of that, that game, game here in, in, in a couple of days. I will still be at my uh, top secret in the uh, bunker, disclosed uh, location. And all right. Um, all right. Yeah, all right. yeah. So well, that's all I got, but, man. That's, yeah, all, that's all I got. As yeah. always. So, man, uh, if you're listening that to we this, got the yeah. win. We, we look good on paper at four and four. Street continues. Yeah, if you're if you're listening to us, um, you know, reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know uh, what you what you think of this game. Uh, maybe we should put a poll out to see what people think of this game or, or who the game ball should go to. I mean, Terry's going to get the game ball, right? But besides Terry, who do you who do you give credit to this win on? Nobody. Somebody else got to get it, right? Nobody. But I think that's an interesting question. Maybe that maybe we'll throw the poll out for that. The defense. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, defense gave up a, a few play, a few big. I say big plays. They gave up some. Nobody. Plays. Nobody um, deserved no damn that, game ball. That, that's just your take vote. a shower, get vote. on the bus, take get on the bus, right. get on. Get, I'm going to control. I'm going to control the poll. I'll control the poll on this, man. Knucklehead, take your shower. Take your shower. Don't even do no press. Don't don't do no press. Don't even do no post game press. Just get on the bus, get on the plane, and just get on back to DC, man. Yeah, no, 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 no coaches, no players except for Terry. Um, yeah, and that's and that's only because he's from Indy. Yeah, Terry's the only he, one that can speak. Yeah, he can get a private jet on his on his own. Uh. <laughs> we only gonna let Terry speak because he's from Indy. And he yeah, made the, yeah. and he made that hell of a catch. So other than that, everybody just take a shower and get on the bus and get out of here. Yeah. If uh, and if, and if you didn't notice here, uh, we got some, uh, 
uh, is it Ramon Taylor listening in on us? Uh, is it Ron, Ron stubbornness to, to uh, oh, is detrimental to us winning football games? Uh, look what he <laughs> did before the first half. So uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank he, you so he, much. he posted that a few minutes ago, uh, but I didn't notice it. Thank, thanks, thanks for listening, uh, Ramon. And yeah, yeah. So this is ridiculous, man. But at any rate, man, we appreciate you joining in. Appreciate your comments. Ken's going to get my blood pressure going. I'm going I'm I'm to get off this thing. I'm just, trying, I'm just doing thing. some devil's advocate stuff here, man. I, I ain't you, trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that, Ken. You, you know, you, you know we're, we're, for the most part, in sync with what our problems are right now. Now that Wentz is out of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. <laughs> Y'all, let me get right out of here. There. I'm good. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Yes. Appreciate everybody tuning in and listening. We'll be back later this week with our preview for the Minnesota Vikings game. But uh, until next time, y'all, peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads. Let's make it four in a row. Yes, sir.